The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And Dom, we've had a few listener complaints. Have we? Yes. How dare they? Yes, I know. Fuck off. Listeners, Unless but, you pay $4 a month for the yeah. premium version, in which case we're so, we're so sorry. And look, our ratings are going up. We're about to hit 6 million downloads. So they like to complain, our listeners, but they also like to listen. How many of those millions were, were you? Because I'm, I'm good for at least two or three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Of the but the complaint is that we're often too depressed and dreary oh. about everything. So I was wondering whether we could have a sort of cheery episode. Yes, we can. We absolutely can. Okay. I'm going to present you a very depressing fact. Mm. But then I'm going to tell you that a solution is on the way. So wait a minute. Is this just going to be heavy-handed sarcasm? No, there's a, a solution is on the way. Oh, it's on the okay. way. It's in the mail. Oh, it's okay. coming. It's, oh. it's imminent. It's, right. it's planned. Okay. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, so the depressing fact uh, is that a quarter of Australia's property investments mm-hmm. are held by guess how many percentage of taxpayers? Is it Twiggy? <laughs> is it, it one? It's one percent. One percent. So right, okay. you'll also be glad to know that a, a clear majority of these investors are over the age of fifty. So uh, if the sense is that the boomers own everything, yeah, they wait a do. minute. But, but just some boomers, because there's more than one percent of the population are boomers. But yes, so it's just there's a very very small bunch of rich fuckwits who you own, own what twenty five percent. So one percent of people. Fucking uh, hell. What, so. One, this is one percent of investors, right? So yeah. nineteen thousand people basically right. own six or more investment oh, properties. What fuckwits? Mm. Yes, the fuckwits. And yet, only fifteen percent of the total number of taxpayers are property investors. So they're they're not paying tax either, which is it's fantastic. So that's the problem I want to uh, talk about. Mm. We'll have a solution though. I, I'm not joking. I mean, you thought it was going to be heavy-handed sarcasm, didn't you? You thought no. it was going to be. But you got so. Presumably they're abolishing negative gearing and they're and the state three tax cuts upping yeah. upping the rate of uh, the capital gains and all tax. the money all the money from the stage three tax cuts is going directly to people who don't have houses just to mm. help them buy one is that no, of course that's not what oh happening. damn it's we're not a socialist we're a labor government that they have <laughs> it's yeah. not a socialist paradise yeah. what you need is very right wing neoclassical economics that's what a good labor government you need does a very right wing neoclassical <laughs> mm. uh, labor party. Well, look, to be fair to Albo, now, Barrett, we've talked about this before. Albo is Mr. Government Housing. Albo is Mr. Grew up in a council No, he's, he's Mr. Let's talk about government housing. Well, he lives it's in not, two government houses. Yeah, that's right. Right. So basically what's happened this week is that the PM wants to, to pass this uh, Housing Australia Future Fund. Mm. $10 billion oh, yes. uh, is up for grabs. That's the plan to, to oh, yes. do that. But it, that's, that's $10 billion not to put into housing. That's $10 billion to put to put on the stock market or something. Well, isn't it's it? a future to, fund. It's a Peter Costello idea. So very yeah, labour, right. yeah. very labour to have a future yeah. fund. Yeah. Um, but the Greens and the Coalition have joined forces to block this idea. So the government wants to raise $10 billion. So who, who, sorry, who's joined forces? The Greens yeah. and the Coalition, <laughs> or as as the PM very wittily calls them, the new no-alition. Uh. 
See, mm-hmm. see what he's done there. He's trying to show the greens. Um, so this must be a profoundly bad idea. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> well, they've got two different reasons for it, as, right, you, as oh, you might okay, imagine. Yeah, right. right. They, they're so, not. so presumably, let, let's break it down. The National Party, I assume it's because it doesn't lead to more sex with staffers that the, oh, the, the National Party aren't voting for. That's very right. unfair. Is that it, the It's reason? not pork barrelling for farmers, I think, is their reason. <laughs> oh, right. But no, the coalition basically so, opposes it on the basis of cost. So yes. you can spend hundreds of billions of dollars on submarines, submarines. on their watch, yes. but you certainly can't spend $10, 10 billion on housing. I've just come up with the solution to the entire housing crisis. I know what you're going to say. House everyone in submarines, in submarines, which are very safe. Well, the great thing about that, Charles, is that when sea levels rise because we didn't take action on climate, it doesn't yes. matter. Now, We're in a submarine. It was like a future fund. It was, I mean, it was, the, the, the oceans can swamp over the whole Australian territory. There'll be nothing left except the flagpole on top of Parliament House. I love it. And we'll just have submarines. We yes. won't mind. Okay, so the, the coalition objects on the basis of cost. Cost. The Greens, however, yes. have an entirely different objection. Can you guess what the Greens are worried about? Um, Bearing it, in mind they are the Greens. It's not transgender enough. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you and Rishi Sunak having a laugh at that this um, week. Okay, no, um, okay, no, okay, no I'll, I'll, I'll concentrate. The Greens object to it. On the basis that it's not perfect, of course. That's the always yeah, what yeah, that's of course is what it is. is. Okay, so right, they yeah, want yeah. Uh, they what they want to happen yeah. is that Labor, which admittedly does run every state pretty much now, yeah. um, Tasmania doesn't count. They want a nationwide rent freeze, and they're not willing to pass ten billion dollars on this housing future fund mm. until all the governments agree to freeze rent nationwide. Right, yeah. Which. I mean, Which must be the single most popular policy they've ever come up with. <laughs> like, well, that and, the, that and legalising for, weed. I love it. I love it how so uh, about a third of Australians now pay rent. So a third of Australians would actually love that idea. Of freezing the right. rent increases. Whereas, what did you say, 19,000 people own Six properties. Australia. And presumably can afford so, to yeah. have less rent anyway. So presumably... Labor's looked at the polls and gone, well, it's very important. Like the 19,000 people happen to be all the people in parliament. Yes. And well, actually so, some of the yeah, some of the yeah. MPs do own a lot of houses. <laughs> yeah. um, we won't go through that list right now, but Crikey has that list people are curious. Yes. Okay, so that's the plan. So the, a few, the Greens are saying it's not perfect enough. There's a few friends of the show. Yes, there might list. be one yes. yeah. uh, that comes to mind. That's mm. right. Uh, how, how have we not got a house out of that person? Anyway, we could, anyway I, I can only wish. So... The Greens want this rent freeze. Now, Charles, I'm no economist. I can't weigh on this. I don't know. But it's been argued that the rent freeze will mm. make things worse. Some people say it will make things worse. Some say well, it will uh, make I'm things sure better. It would make it worse for people who foolishly invested in property. Yeah, rather worse than, for the renters, people say, yeah, and worse it, for the economy. I don't re, know why. Re, it, it's worse for people who hoard property. Definitely yeah. that. That's <laughs> definitely true. Okay, so there's that. I so, love it. That's the mental gym. That, that, that's the same argument as trickle-down economics. Oh, yeah, why don't we give tax cuts to the rich? Because that'll advantage the poor. It's like a rent freeze won't work for renters. Like, ask the fucking renters. Of course it'll work for renters. Well, this is this is, um, uh, this is the government's position. The government's position bullshit. is that rent freezes won't work. Okay. Now, I've got an art. I just quickly Googled will rent freezes work or not. Yeah. And, and I'm let, just looking here. Let me guess. The Australian Financial Review says that they won't work. Charles, look at this website I'm looking at. It's the ah! Australian 
Ah, got to do mine. Um, so no, look, there's a whole there's a whole complicated academic debate, as I say. The, yeah, oh, the yes. Fin review, which I think is neutral in this, mm. says um, says you can't do it. But the government, the government says that uh, you know that's the, why. the way because I did economics at university. The way it works is you work out what you reckon, yeah, and then you just work back justifying yeah, that using language, right? Isn't like, that everything? <laughs> so, but I mean, it's, it's what everything. it does quote here is Queensland te- Treasurer says it, it it distorts the market. New South Wales Treasurer says that uh, rent freezes and caps are ineffective. Uh, the Victorian Treasurer says, look, it's uh, not on the agenda, but we might cap increases, maybe. Mm. But doesn't it make it? See, the, can I just? Get serious for a second here, which is there is only one asset in the entire world that has no risk attached to it, and that's Australian property. Because every time interest rates go up, landlords demand the right to increase rents. Yes. Right? So they at no point do they ever make a loss out of their investment. They they fully expect that Every every cost that's incurred should be paid for by somebody else, whether yes. the taxpayer or the rent. Yeah, because right? through negative gearing. Yeah, and but, so but that, Charles, but, why do you think people own six houses? Because it's a great investment. <laughs> but the point is that investments are supposed to have some risk attached to it. Like, say you go long on on buying up a whole lot of houses, and then interest rates go up. It, with every other investment in the world. The answer is, well, it sucks to be you, doesn't it? Because now you've got to pay a whole lot more on your mortgage, Mm. but you can't get more from your rent because that's how it should work. Charles, if those people, if those people who have these risk-free investments Mm. want some risk, just give us your money. Invest in the Chaser podcast. (laughs) We will add risk to your life. Okay, so anyway, so that that debate rages on, okay? There's a whole complicated... uh, UNSW economics professor Richard Holden says that, uh, uh, you know, rent increases will make things worse. He's he's left to centre, isn't he? Can I just say... Hey, Dom, this is not a cheery episode. This okay. is making me hugely depressed. Okay, but here's the bit where um, it's all going to be okay. 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 Uh, okay. There's a couple of ways it might be all right, Charles. Yep. Way one, way one is that the Albanese government is counting this decision. So they haven't actually said no to the policy. They've deferred it until October, the mm. $10 billion housing future fund. Okay. Um, so it's, it's been put back to October. The government is saying that is a double dissolution trigger. Uh, so they can so they potentially could, go to the polls and say, they give us the ten billion. And and it's a brilliant trigger, isn't it? Because nineteen thousand people <laughs> gonna be would, would vote for Labor, and twenty seven million people would vote against them. So that's that's the first ladies. Yeah. The government might. If you think the government's still going to be as popular as it is now how in October. You, how do you go to the election running on the idea of we won't freeze rents? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? So there's that. So, but it will need okay. a second trigger as well. So that's that's one trigger. Oh, do you so need, they might do you just need two re- triggers? I think you need two. No, don't you? you don't. You just need one. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm forgetting my constitutional law. You're, um, just, you're just wanting two because people like backups. Like a yes. No, no. The whole point about no, having- if it's if it's twice, it's it's the two is that you got to twice fail to pass one piece of legislation. Yeah, that's so right. They yeah. have to yeah. they have to go through the same bill again. Yeah, You're just right. uh, yeah. in October. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible that that could happen in October. Yep. Anyway, that's the first thing, and then the second thing. And, uh, and, so, and so imagine and, a wonderful and, election that we didn't need and, and over for, this policy. And for people who have never been through a double dissolution election before. The way it works is the reason why governments love double dissolution elections is you spill the entire Senate. So yes. You'd get, you'd get rid of all those annoying senators. Sure. Right? 
Um, and then when the parliament gets back, presuming you win the election, you then have this joint sitting of parliament where if you've got the numbers, you can basically pass everything that you want. Yes. So, so you line up all this legislation, you have a massive session of parliament and you just vote everything through. It would be that's, amazing. That's certainly possible. Or you could, you could legislate more tax breaks for rich people. You could legislate more tax cuts for rich people. You could uh, buy some more submarines. Oh, that's you- true. You could divert the whole of the Australian economy into buying submarines. Charles, you know the other thing that happens when there's a double dissolution election? What? You get lots of weird senators. You get people like... Ah, uh, yes. Malcolm well, Roberts came back in, I think, didn't he, on double dissolution? We could run. We could run! We would probably win. What a great idea. Yes. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. Okay, so that's that's one possibility, is that our boat goes through that way. Mm-hmm. But he's also decided just to completely bypass the parliament. And I quite know how he's going to do this, but oh, yeah. uh, he's p- also passing a $2 billion social housing boost for the states and territories. Now, Charles, this is a strange one because mm. it kind of feels like a mistake. What I think they're doing is giving each of the states and territories $50 million mm. to build, um, you know, social housing, mm. and then they'll distribute the rest of the $2 billion on a per capita basis. So everyone gets a bit. Mm. The biggest uh, states get the most. Mm. And it's actually going to be used on social housing. I, that seems yeah, hang on. strange. That's no, yeah. that's not what the future fund is for. Yeah. I thought Labor's policy was to sort of do some f- funny business Fancy. with the housing market this rather sounds, than actually funding social housing. This sounds like a sort of Labor policy or something. Yeah. It actually sounds identical to the Greens policy. And, and weren't the Greens after about $2 billion? They wanted more money end? for social housing, yeah. yeah. I don't quite know how. It seems like a mistake. I'm sure they'll yeah, sort it out. Yeah, I think that's... Um, that's but a, he's saying they'll even potentially do more of that going era. forward. And then the state governments are just going ahead and building stuff. I mean, New South Wales has just announced big plans to build social housing in Parramatta and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a drop in the ocean compared to, I think, the 25,000 mm. homes that the state needs a year just to keep pace with population, Mm. but there's some social housing being built. You know what that means, Charles? That somewhere out there in the suburbs, there'll be one boy, just one, Mm. who lives in social housing and goes on to become Prime Minister one day. Ah, There won't be more than one boy who gets to live in the social housing, (laughs) but there'll be one. There'll be another fucking Alba. Another Alba. Another, another profound disappointment. Another little kid <laughs> sitting there somewhere in a, in a free council house uh, going, yes. oh, I could, when, if I just play my cards right, I could get a free house in Canberra and yes. by the harbour in Sydney. But also just think, so you're talking about tens of thousands of new pieces of social housing. That's what's possibly. being proposed, yeah. Yeah, right. So that means that there'll be tens of thousands of people who won't be profiting from other people's needs for shelter. Like, can't, won't anyone think of the landlords for once? I mean, That's this true. is a disgrace. They're being completely they're, undermined. They're, they're, like, there's no room for making profit out of people's human needs. So I'm just looking at this, this more, Charles. Policy. It's a social housing accelerator, it's called, because oh, that's how you no. make something sound true. Oh, this is just communism, isn't it? This is the Greens have taken over Labor. Well, Charles, you know what I hope happens, though, is that what they do in Singapore, right? In Singapore, mm-hmm. very capitalist society, yes. they build social housing yes. through the, the HDB, the Housing Development Board, 
And then they whip everyone who, no, they, who gets into the social they housing. They cane no. everyone. No, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. What they do okay. is, Charles, they let them buy the social housing oh, after 10 years or yes. something. So don't worry about it. If the government does this right, they won't be mm. forever social housing that can be. Oh, know, thank goodness. It'll, yes. it'll, they'll just be a new bunch of property investors yes. who get the social housing, get to sell it, make all this money, then can buy more investment properties. I love it. Okay. Well, that's that's a hugely cheery and, and optimistic episode that you've delivered, Don. The government has plans yes. to build more houses is my point. It's actually a positive thing. $2 billion is going into social housing. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, they may fuck it up. No, they may that, build terrible social houses. Mm. It may somehow all just go to, to, to Mervac and Lendlease. And I've worked out how to get the libs on board with this policy, oh, yeah. which is you, you build the houses, but you make them shaped like submarines. <laughs> Charles, you're brilliant. I want a submarine house now. Our gear is from Road. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. Stay tuned. Any day now we're going to cast 6 million downloads. Oh, the uh, stream is going to drop uh, from the ceiling. And and the lucky 6 millionth uh, downloader uh, will get a special prize. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> the excitement <laughs> in your voice is powerful, Charles. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 